0: Hello world, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I'm sorry I got a little bit late this morning, but this is a good day. The day that the Lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. My name is Prophet Samari Jeje of the United Nations Pentecostal Church. Today, I will be sharing with you. A message that the Holy Spirit has impressed so much in my heart to share with you your foundation and how it relates to your destiny. Your foundation and how it relates to your destiny. There is no one without a past. Everybody that is born of a woman, created by God, has a past. You come from a family. There is a foundation where you started to exist on this earth. Through your father, your mother, many of us live as if the past does not exist. If your ancestors, God themselves involved, in ritual killing, bloody internal tribal wars, sacrifice of newborn babies, twins, and virgins to the gods of the land, then your foundation has a huge problem. The problem of the African man has been compounded by certain beliefs in the importance of the African culture. A lot of people mistake adultery. For culture any departure from things like the worship of the god of iron the goddess of fertility the god of wealth productivity and the god of creativity will be seen as casting as passion on african culture this makes them to resist the good news of the gospel which they regard as foreign this way people ignorantly wish to hold on to ancestral worships. This can be traced to the multiple spiritual and social problems plaguing many African countries today. Because ancestral and idol worship from demonic foundations on which many African families are built has a terrible impact on the new generation. If such problems I have mentioned have resulted from satanic foundation, then the importance of good foundation for everything we do cannot be overemphasized. I want to read with you Isaiah 28, 16. Therefore, thus said the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone, a stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation, he that believeth shall not make haste in this passage in this very passage Isaiah 28:16 God planted our redemption and salvation. He first of all laid a solid foundation which is the church. The church itself is put on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. That is why in Psalm 113 the word of God says If the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? If the foundation is destroyed, what can the righteous do? What am I trying to say here? The point is that your life can only be sustained as much prosperity as your foundation will allow. Now, the trouble is this. The foundation of many people is made up of company. That are abomination to God. You cannot build a lasting prosperity upon a polluted foundation. No one can build a lasting prosperity upon a foundation that is not solid, that is weak, that is cracked. The problem of evil background are enormous and they have completely messed up many lives. Jesus pointed at the Jews and told them, you are of the generation that killed the prophets. Jesus referred to a particular generation as a whole faithless generation. A whole faithless generation in Leviticus 26, 39. So they are family. Is there any way you can remember the life of your father, your mother, your grandmother, your grandfather? Is there any way you can remember whether they were worshipping the God of the sun? Whether they had an idol that they bowed unto? Is there any way you can remember the life of your mother? How she loves to do things? When you consider her life or the life of your grandmother, was she a woman that loved God, that read the Bible every day? that obey the precepts of God, that make sure that whatever she does is all backed up with the word of God. If the answer to this question is not yes, then implication of a bad foundation is critical. And what are those implications? Bad foundation fertilizes problems. Bad foundations will encourage evil reinforcement. Bad foundation establishes stagnancy because the foundation that is built on is not solid but polluted. And that is why Jesus said in Matthew 23, 29, 31, Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, because ye build the tomb of the prophets and garnish the sepulcher of the righteous, and say, If we had been in the days of our fathers, we would not have been partakers, with them in the blood of the prophets. Wherefore, ye be witnesses unto yourself, that ye are the children of them which killed the prophets. This is a serious matter. When somebody with evil foundation is making progress, he can only be an epileptic one. He will not go very far. At the end of the day, he will find out that he has not moved at all. Ignorance is deadly. Ignorance perpetuates disease, poverty, and failure. Ignorance produces constant loss in our lives. Ignorance is something that God declared, my people perish because they lack knowledge. My people perish because they lack knowledge. Small keys unlocks golden doors. Small changes can create great future. I love you to observe in this message that I'm sharing with you that God desires to give you the keys. True recognition. True discovery. So that you'll be able to deal with the root Cause of your foundation. And how do you do that? By presenting those things that your forefathers, your grandparents, your mother or your father has done that is not in alignment to the will of God. Confess them before the Lord according to 1 John 1 from verse 5 to 10. 1 John 1 from verse 5, 6, 7, 8 and 10. The Word of God declares that our God is faithful and just to forgive us all acts of unrighteousness through confession. I know why the successful succeed. I know why people around us have failed. I know the forces behind uncommon and victorious success. And that is until you discover you will not be able to recover. Anything unrecognized, anything undiscovered becomes uncelebrated. Anything uncelebrated becomes unrewarded. Anything unrewarded eventually exits your life. I know the golden law for uncommon success must be shared. The goal for uncommon success The golden law for uncommon success must be shared. That is why I have allowed myself these early hours of this morning to come before you that we might enlighten ourselves through the word of the Lord. For when light comes, darkness vanishes away. It will force unhappy memories to die within us when we discover and recognize our foundation, the mistakes of our past, the mistakes of our parents and turn them back to the Lord in prayer through repentance, confession and turning away from them and rebuilding the broken altar and reestablishing the laws of God. When we do that, it will correct our focus it will create a magnetism around us and cause those in high places to pursue us. The law of discovery is the missing link you have been searching for throughout your life. I will move you to move this morning to go into this prayer with me so that the yoke of poverty from our generation will be uprooted and replaced with the blessings of prosperity. When you discover the foundation where you come from, what type of foundation your life has been built upon, and confess them before the Lord through repentance and turning away from it, not partaking in those things that our fourth parents did from the fourth generation, third generation, second generation, first generation today, It will replace tears with laughter. It will answer the questions buried within us for a lifetime. This law of discovery is the golden bridge to the greatest seasons of our lives. I desperately want you to succeed. That is why I have come to you this morning to reawaken this consciousness. Because life is governed by law. The law of promotion teaches you you can only be promoted by someone whose instruction you have followed. Your success is decided by the voice that you obey. Your success is decided by the person you listen to. And by listening, you adhere to their instructions. The law of production indicates you can only reproduce something you are. The law of reproduction indicates you can only reproduce something you are. The law of the seed refills, whatever you have in your hand will create anything you want in your future. Whatever you have in your hand will create anything you want in your future. Why? Because the word of God says, no good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. Psalm 84, 11. The word of God promises us, no good thing will God withheld from them that walk uprightly. Is there any way you can go back to your foundation? Is there any way you will encourage your parents to talk to you about what happened in the life of their own parents? Is there any way you can search Jesus Christ said in Matthew 7, 7, Ask, you shall receive. Knock, and the door shall be open. Seek, and you shall find me. Foundation as it relates to your glorious destiny. No matter how great your potentials are, you cannot experience success as long as satanic strongholds are entrenched in your life. No matter how great your potential are, no matter how great your dreams are, no matter how great your goals are, you cannot experience success as long as satanic strongholds are entrenched in your life. You must achieve anything in life to the height that you desire it to become. If you allow God to take you to the school of champions, we are Christian soldiers who vomits fire learn how to retrieve what the devil has stolen. When you take cognizance of the fact that the devil is eyeing your destiny, you will know how to guide it jealously. You will devote a great deal of energy to show and to know how to effect the resurrection of your dead virtues and your destiny. The greatest tragedy of stronghold is that it diverts demotes and destroys destiny the greatest tragedy of strongholds is that strongholds strongholds diverts destinies demotes destinies and destroys destiny and that's the ministry of the devil the devil has three objectives on this earth to kill to steal and to destroy but jesus christ came That you and I might have life. And have it much more abundantly. What is your destiny? What is your destiny? Do you understand your purpose on this earth? Do you know what your divine assignment is? Because until you discover your destiny. Until you know what your purpose is. Until you know where your assignment is. The blessings that God has in stock for you. Will lay and not be Appreciate it. Why? Because your provisions, things that you need on this earth, has already been deposited to you at the place of your discovery, at the place of your assignment. Your destiny is God's purpose for you. What is God's purpose for you? Do you know it? Ask your neighbor this morning. Ask your child this morning. Ask this question to your husband, to your wife, to your children. Your destiny Is God's purpose for your life. Your destiny is your appointed or ordained future. Your destiny is your appointed or ordained future. Your destiny is what your God has predetermined you to be before you were even born, before you were conceived in your mother's womb. God said to Jeremiah in Jeremiah 1 verse 5, Before I knew thee, before you were even formed in your mother's womb, I knew thee, and I called you as a priest, as a prophet over my people. Jeremiah 1 verse 5. Your destiny is the reason why you were born. Your destiny is the expectation of heaven for you. Your destiny is what is written in the heavenly record concerning you. Your destiny is what God has in mind when he created you. And allowed you to come into this earth. Anything that seeks to tamper with that destiny. Is not something to joke with at all. Because if you miss your destiny. God has the right to cut you off and replace you. The enemy too has the right to destroy you. If you miss your destiny. It is tragic to look at your life. And discover that you have wasted it. If you have missed your destiny then your life has become a, more, a mere experiment. If you have missed your destiny, then your life has become mere experiment. And life is too short to experiment with. How do you now become an overcomer? How do you deliver yourself from defending the enemy? How do you deliver yourself from defending the enemy? The answer is in discovery. In Job 33, verse verse 13, we learn how to address the stronghold. The Word of God says, Why dost thou strive against him? For he giveth not account of any of his matters. For God speaketh once, yea, twice. Yet man perceiveth not, in a dream, in a vision, of the night, when deep sleep followed unto man, in slumbering upon the bed, Then he opened the ears of men and sealed their instructions. He may withdraw man from his purpose and hide pride from man. He keepeth back his soul from the pit and his life from perishing by the sword. God is so concerned about the fulfillment of your destiny that he is constantly seeking ways of speaking to you. Unfortunately, many of us are so busy that we have no time for God. And that is why the Holy Spirit has compelled me to prepare this message and to send it across to you that you may read that one with it. The Holy Ghost has called me this morning to challenge you, to challenge you, to challenge you to go back into the mirror of your life and consider what foundation your life is built on what foundation of life you will build on. Your family has a huge impact to your future. The womb that brought you into this life, the womb that you came through into this earth has a huge impact to your glorious destiny. Until you discover, you will not be able to discover. I want to encourage you this morning to join me to pray these prayers. Remember that before you pray these prayers, You have to read Psalm 51. Psalm 51 is a psalm that David used to ask for the mercy of the Lord. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to your loving kindness, according unto the multitude of the tender mercies, blot at my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquities and cleanse me from my sins. For I acknowledge my transgressions and my sins are ever before me. Against thee thee only have I sinned and done that which is evil in thy sight. That thou mightest be justified when thou speakest, and be clear when thou judges. Behold, I was shepherded in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, I desired truth in the inward part, and in the hidden part, that shall make me to know wisdom. Purge me with his soap, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me to hear joy and gladness. Yes, go and confess this Psalm 51 confess it and turn it into your own personal prayers ask god of heaven to forgive your sin in any area that you have sinned in any area that your thoughts has not been in alignment to the will and the plan of god for your life in second corinthians 10 from verse 3 4 5 6 7 the word of god says casting down every thought and every imagination and bringing them into captivity to the obedience of christ when our obedience is complete. Casting down what every thoughts, casting down what every imagination, and bringing them where into captivity. In Second Corinthians 10, from verse 3, 4, 5, 6, and 7. And after you finish doing that, you welcome the person of the Holy Spirit. You ask the Holy Spirit of God, who is the source of your existence. He is the one that made you available in your mother's womb. He is the breath of life. He is the one that gave you the breath of life. He is the one that wakes you up every morning. He is the one that leads you every day you go out. He is the one that brings you home safe. You might not see him. He is the invisible force that dwells inside you. And that is why Jesus Christ promised us that he is not going to leave us alone, that the Holy Ghost that conceived him, the Holy Ghost that conceived Jesus, in the womb of our mother Mary, betrothed by Joseph, the Holy Ghost that led him in his 33 and a half years of ministry on this earth, is inside you. The day you met Jesus Christ, your Lord and personal Savior, the person that gave you that ability, is the person of the Holy Spirit. He is the master communicator. He is your great teacher. He is your comforter. He is your enabler. He is your advantage. The Holy Ghost is the source of your life. The Holy Ghost is the source of your life. Welcome Him. In Romans 8, verse 26 and 28. The word of God says that we don't know not how we ought to pray, but the Holy Ghost gives us utterance. So when it's time for you to pray, welcome the person of the Holy Spirit. Ask him to take over your intellect. Ask Him to take over your imagination. Ask Him to take over your thoughts. Let Him express His mind through your mind that you may be able to pray in accordance to God's divine will and purpose for your destiny. And when you finish doing that, then you plead the blood of Jesus Christ. You place your hand upon your forehead and begin to plead the blood of Jesus Christ. Plead the blood of Jesus Christ as many times as you can. I normally do 21 times Sometimes I plead seven times. Sometimes I plead three times. Why three times? Three times is a three chord that can never be broken. Why seven times? Seven times is a time of rest. Jesus Christ created everything on the seventh. He had rest. Why 21 times? Daniel prayed for 21 days. And the prince of Persia that withstood this prayer was defeated. When heaven sent Michael.